Welcome to Inspiring Leaders, the podcast that shares ideas, perspectives, and best practices from great leaders around the world to help you become a more inspired leader. Hey everyone, a warm welcome back to the Inspiring Leader Show. I'm your host and executive coach, Terry Lepofsky, and I'm super happy. Why? Because we've got another really cool show lined up for you today here, coming live to you on LinkedIn and on YouTube. Our faithful listeners will probably recall that our last show, we interviewed Ryan Donovan. Ryan is the Chief Technology Officer at Hootsuite, and we were exploring the topic of social customer experience, an aspect of marketing that we really wanted to dive into, and uh, it seems like it was a pretty good topic. And before that, we interviewed Michael Rady, Vice President of Human Resources at PepsiCo, about influencing culture. So we had two outstanding guests, and i got to tell you, the response to both of those shows has been fantastic. So today what we're doing is we're welcoming another top executive from PepsiCo and we're also staying on our theme of marketing leadership. That's why I'm proud to introduce to you our guest who also happens to be one of the world's foremost leaders in the field of marketing. Someone who's at the helm guiding the marketing efforts of some of the globe's most iconic brands like uh, Frito-Lay, Miss Vicky's, Quaker Harvest Crunch, and my all-time favorite, Doritos, especially if we're talking about sweet chili heat. I can never seem to get enough of that. So folks, I'm welcoming, I'm going to bring somebody in here in just a second. And uh, today I've got the privilege of welcoming to the Inspire Leader, Inspiring Leaders podcast, the Vice President and Chief Marketing Officer of PepsiCo Foods Canada, Ian Adler. Welcome to the show, my friend. It is great to have you. Hey, Terry. Thank you for the wonderful introduction. My, oh, my. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm, An I'm introduction fitting for somebody of this particular stature in nature, I think. Jeez. Boy, oh boy. I need, I need to bring you wherever I go, Terry. That's Thank you so much. Very humble by that. Thank well, you. I'll get my bags packed right away. Ian, listen, you're one of the uh, leading market, you're leading the marketing efforts of the Canadian division of a $2 billion business. You have a world-class marketing team. I've met a few of them. I, I know that these guys are experts in their field. You're representing some of the world's most iconic brands anywhere. And you've got a really long list of successful leadership roles in marketing. You've been uh, working through Toronto, Dallas, New York. Um, you've served as the uh, a customer experience management consultant for Cap Gemini Ernst & Young. You've got some pretty serious credentials, my, my friend, and it seems to me that we've really hit the jackpot and scored big on getting your time and your focus here on the Inspiring Leader Show. So a huge thank you to you, my friend. Thank you so much for joining us. 
Thank you for having me, Terry. I'm excited to be here and uh, chatting through and learning. Let Thank me you. see. I've got to get our, uh, here we go. We've got, uh, there it is, guest Ian Adler, VP, CMO, PepsiCo Food Canada. Ian, by the way, where are you located at? I am in uh, the bunker in my house uh, in Toronto. And so busy, <laughs> busy households, uh, amazing spouse, two kitties, and uh, a very high maintenance dog, and then a, a COVID-acquired guinea pig. We already had the dogs. So we went for the guinea pigs. So it's a, a busy house. So in Oh, Toronto, my goodness. you got the farm going on around there. That's right. It's, what, it's, what kind of a dog right. do you have? Uh, we have a boxer. Oh, nice. Beautiful yeah, dog. High energy. Yeah, yeah high, high energy, but great personalities, eh? Yeah, quirky. Fantastic. Yeah. Hey, listen, I just want to talk for a second to our audience, because I know that we've got people who are tuned in. I know that there was an audience, uh, we've got quite a few that are that are watching, both on YouTube and on LinkedIn, and um, I think we've got about 70 people right now that are tuned into the show. So I want to encourage those people who are tuned in live to hit those thumbs up buttons, uh, to add their their uh, feelings and their thoughts into the comments section. Don't be shy, folks. I want you to join into this. This is a highly interactive thing. So share your comments, share your questions, and um, let's make sure that we are making this as interactive as we can. So, um, Ian, just checking things to begin with here. Um, you doing okay? Your staff doing okay? Family, everybody with the pandemic? Yeah, I mean, we're we're we feel fortunate. Um, we feel really fortunate and and lucky. And so I'm uh, a big believer in you know the glass is half full. In my business, it's more about the bowl being half full. And so uh, one day at the time, but I believe you know future is bright. But we're doing we're doing we're doing great, all things considered. Thanks, Terry. Yeah, it's um, it's quite a time that we're living through right now. I know that we'll look back on these days with um, lots of different emotions and feelings for many years to come. So glad to hear that you're doing okay, that you're you're uh, working through things okay. Everybody's well. Yeah, I mean, it's you just got to keep touching base on that because I think it's something. You know, you can't you can't take for granted. And you can't take for granted how others are doing around you. So asking really, how are you? Those three words. It's not just a bit of a in passing. It's like, no, really, how are you doing? It's so important. So we're, we're touching base on that a lot, either whether it's on the home front, family, friends, but then definitely on the, on the work front, uh, for sure. You know, I'm really glad that you just said that. Um, I'm finding that usually when we ask people, how are you doing? The usual response back is, oh, I'm so busy. Right. I'm swamped. Right. Everybody says this. It's the common thing everybody says. And so um, I think that you asking it a second time, no, really, how are you? Yeah. I think that that really does get past the superficial response that we're all conditioned and habitual uh, answer that we normally get back from people and gets right to the heart of it. How are you really doing? So bravo for that. Right there, we've got folks, leadership lesson number one, ask twice, how are you doing? And listen. Love it. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen carefully. Yes, I like that. I like that a lot. Now, we've got a really terrific topic here, um, Made in Canada Marketing. But before we jump into that, mm -hmm. I want to ask you our, our usual question that we love asking people, What's Ian, that? who or what inspires you? I'm interested. Oh, boy. What doesn't inspire me, I think, is that it may be a good question. Um, 
Now, Terry, first, I think it's it's how I digest inspiration, because I think we live in such a world where there's just so much coming out of you, coming at us. And so first I bucket, I kind of think about it in terms of what's an inspiring spark. And so this could be just day in and day out elements that I observe and, and just, you know, you go for a walk, you see something, something new in this local store shop or uh you know doing a lot of reading i do quick sprints so whether it's linkedin or seeing something on instagram and so this gives me energy and i compartmentalize that the second piece though beyond those inspiring sparks i think about inspiring stories and those are a little bit more you know longer more longitudinal uh, and that inspires me to go take action saying i'm going to do something about it and these are focal points that i do think about i'm a big believer in lifelong learning habitually curious about the world. And so I have to build that. And I almost want to surround myself with a, a board of directors over time uh, to advise me on these buckets in a very purposeful manner. So against that backdrop, you know, I can think about what inspires me for my values, my core values. I go back to being, you know, a son, a spouse, a dad, uh, a grandson of, of immigrants uh, and, and knowing what they taught me along the way. I think about, um, the need to storytell, and as much as storytelling always goes with marketing, I think storytelling is important no matter what function you're in. And uh, I think of people like Mr. Rogers, believe it or not, uh, that inspire me there. I agree. I completely agree. Yeah. Great video of him speaking to the Senate in the late 60s. It's fantastic. Or even the Muppets, growing up watching the Muppets, how they told stories and energized others. Uh, And then being a, a kid of the 80s, watching a lot of wrestling growing up, that was also inspirational marketing fundamentals and staying sharp so keeping up on the reading uh and again listening to podcasts authors or even in this world of advanced analytics stumbled upon um uh, chief data analytics officer for google a lady by the name of cassie kozarkov and i apologize for getting her name wrong but very inspirational to me i take so much complexity convert that into uh, easy, simplified ideas on what advanced analytics means and how you can do something with it. So on and on, that board of directors expands, but it gives you a bit of a, sna- a snapshot as to what inspires me. Uh, I think it's um, great advice for anybody to pay attention to sources that perhaps don't necessarily come up first in our minds about where to get inspiration from. But if we're looking under the surface a little bit, I think that uh, you've highlighted a few areas that I think are are um, are are really great sources for our inspiration. And that and you know one thing I focus on is you got to put yourself out there. And so you know you know what you know. And so I think it's important um, uh, to surround yourself either by individuals that have a diverse point of view than you. Uh, a diverse point of view versus what you may have. And that could be based on their background, that could be based on their education, where they're from, the language they speak, et cetera. That's gonna challenge your thinking because you don't need to surround yourself with people that know exactly what you do. That's important even as a leader if you're thinking about hiring decisions, but even in terms of what you read, you know, read the news of another country on the other side of the planet and just keep up to date what's happening in Germany, what's happening in Australia, what's happening in China, what's happening in Mozambique. It's just diversity of thinking that's going to drive you to be inspired and just think differently and get to that quarter turn of whatever you may be working against. You know, the um, I've heard it said before, um, when the student is ready, the master appears. Huh. And when it comes to leadership or, well, let's face it, almost any topic for that matter, it makes sense to learn from the masters, people who have been leading within their field. 
And I feel that um, not only are you at the pinnacle of what I would think to be all marketing careers, but you've also been very central to effective marketing for, let's face it, quite a few years. And I know that I'm speaking for our audience. I know I'm speaking for myself um, when I say that I think we would all love to hear some of your perspectives on the challenges, the opportunities in marketing, um, maybe how it's applying to current events today, what you and your team are doing to pivot and adapt, and um, what it is that your, your team and you are doing to continue to lead in this space. Listen, I think, Terry, I'll go back to something I said earlier. The, the first thing we're doing is we're seeing how we're doing. So even as you talk about the, the marketing and what we may do to delight consumers, which is core to our hearts um, and the business, we need to make sure we're doing okay. So first it's safety and that's safety both on a physical and, and mental fronts. And so that's number one, we're really checking in, how are we doing? And that also goes with our amazing frontline heroes from coast to coast to coast and ensuring the right safety protocols are in place. That's number one, I, I don't wanna overshoot that. It's so important. Then, you know, it's really being consumer centric. We're asking how are Canadians doing? And obviously how Canadians were doing three years ago changed about 18 months ago. And then even where we are today and, you know, in a week where we had an election. True. So uh, really making sure that we listened to what, you know, how Canadians are doing. And as much as you use that word, I think you use the word pivot and agile. The, the, the proud thing for me is a lot of our fundamentals and investment and capability and, and recruiting and having really a focus on, Create, uh, building and attracting the best marketers by far in the industry. Uh, and it's a team I'm so proud with. They're having amazing partnerships with our agencies and, and, and many Canadian agencies, so critical. And so, you know, you think about the storm we've been through, we already had a bit of a, a billion dollar yacht to begin with. It's much easier to weather a storm in a billion dollar yacht as opposed to a raft. That Good analogy, yeah. And so, you know, against that, that backdrop, I think, you know, and, and listening to Canadians, you know, we, we know that, hey, Canadians are cooking more than ever and baking, important for us. So what did we do? We've been a, a lot of focus on recipes or we launched a product in our Quaker portfolio, oat flour. So people are baking more than ever. We realized that, you know, up until a few months ago, Canadians were eating less out of home than before. So in our business, working with a lot of restaurants, closer partnerships with them around how can, what can we do to help? We know the struggles you're going through. We think about diversity. And so, yes, Canada has, you know, 35, 37 million people and 10 million households. That's a big number. But within that, there's about 100, 180 billion food eating occasions in a year. Each one is a separate story. Each household is a separate story. And so making sure we really understand what does that mean from a diverse perspective? And obviously, in the last year and a half, beyond the pandemic, you have, we've had a lot of discussions as a country around Black Lives Matter or thinking about the atrocities that have occurred within our Indigenous communities, opening our eyes. And so we've altered some of our positioning like Miss Vicky's. We have uh, taken a small step as we think about our casting and making sure we really have diverse ca uh, casting and actors that are in our creative. We recognize that one in five Canadians is multicultural and so they miss home. So we launched uh, Lay's flavors from India so they can have flavors from home, just a, a small moments of joy that they can enjoy with their families and no, friends. I can tell you that would be joy for me. <laughs> there you go, right? And so, um, you know, many things that we've listened to and then we've reacted 
And if we didn't have the fundamentals in place, I don't think we could have gotten there. And the agency partners who have, you know, weathered a pretty tough storm. And now as things are, you know, as the future is brighter than ever, we're turning, we're turning a bit of a corner of a country, right? Get your, yeah. get, your get vaccinated, please. Um, but right now we just launched a campaign as we know Canadians are excited to get back to sports and getting their kids back into hockey. We just launched this week a partnership with Hockey Canada talking about how oatmeal is a great way to start your day. And our, our creative is all about that struggle when the alarm goes off at 5.01 in the morning. And we partnered with Cassie Campbell to see her daughter waking her up saying, let's go, mom. That's I'm great. Um, and uh, also talking about how Lays can just bring simple moments of joys again from coast to coast to coast. So those are a few examples. And I could go on for another hour about each one. You know, Ian, uh, I was thinking about this because um, it seems to me that during the pandemic, I've heard it so many times, people have said, it's a little bit like Groundhog Day right now. We, you know, we've, a lot of people have been working from home. You've got the fuzzy slippers on, you go up the stairs and you go back to work again. And I think um, for a lot of people, it can almost seem like the blinders are on and that what they're working on, they're so focused on, okay, what is it that I need to get through next? I've got, you know, four or five or six meetings coming up today. And that focus becomes uh, very tactical. They're trying to figure out how to get through the day. So I really like your two big suggestions. It's almost like when you get on an airplane and they say, put that oxygen mask on yourself first before you help others. So how are my, how are people on my team doing? How are we really doing? And then from there, focusing on what's important, what's on the radar for my, my customers, my biggest stakeholders, um, you know, what is it that they need right now? And I love the way that you guys have pivoted and adjusted with getting your your mind off of the tasks that need to be done today or at least you know not taking your your focus off of there but not forgetting about the health and the balance and the productivity of um of the the people who are doing the work and more importantly well I shouldn't say more importantly equally importantly those folks who are at were serving out there those people that uh um you know give us our purpose so uh, big bravo for that one. I think that Thanks this is that. such a great, uh, a great topic that we brought up here. Yeah, I think team, and you know, one, one added build is just as you think about teams, you know, hey, I may be in marketing and I may have, a, a, again, a, a team I'm so proud and learn from every day. I, I'm sure you could tell, but it's also our partners. We couldn't do if it wasn't for our partners in supply chain, finance, communications, legal, HR. On and on, they're they're all part of that team. And then I go again to our frontline heroes, our agency partners. You know, we're checking in with them, we're talking to them to make sure they're. We want to make sure they're doing okay. And we had those conversations, especially last year. But we're we're. I'm a big believer in. You got to be hungry to achieve, and you got to. Hey, this is a business, and the world we're living in. My my world. It's a business. Got to move the business forward in the right way, but also humble to say, Hey, what don't we know? How do we learn that? And how do we make sure that if we stub our toe or there's some that may be a little bit, you know, challenged, we're, we're pulling them up and we're being there to support them. So that hungry and humble balance, especially in these days, is absolutely more critical than ever. Yeah, there's always two sides to every coin. And uh, I like that hungry and uh, uh, what did you say? Hungry and hungry and humble. Hungry and humble. Love it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Staying. Um, uh, keeping that ego in check, keeping uh, yes. focused on what really is important 
um, rather than overly concerned about ourselves and, uh, yeah, and still keeping the, uh, the achievement orientation front and center so that we're moving forward and we're not, we're not letting things slide. Very, very cool perspectives. Um, now I understand with you, um, I've heard a, a little bird whispered in my ear that it has not been a linear, uh, progression for you in your own career. You too have had, you know, some twists and turns. It's not just been, um, you know, one promotion to the next, to the next, to the next. Um, and here you are, I would think one of the most envious positions in marketing anywhere. Um, so what about this path for you? How does that uh, play into this? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's definitely been a winding path. Uh, <laughs> you know, I like roller coasters are point, not the ones that go upside down, but you know, I'm, I'm definitely a bit of a, a thrill seeker. And uh, I think it's also, you know, knowing yourself really well. And I think that's where reflection is so important as, as leaders. And, and I say leaders, it doesn't matter what level you are, you can lead from any seat, I believe that. But the reflection I had years ago is I get bored really easily. I'm incredibly curious. And I really like to learn and learn in an experiential manner versus, you know, I read short articles. I, I kind of don't have patience to read a 400 page book candidly. So I don't have a library, but I read tons and tons of articles. And so against yeah. that backdrop, that was as I like to ask, like, what's your shining star? Yeah. Because after the first month and you get that welcome to the team package and maybe it's a new office and, you know, at some point that luster wears off. And yeah. so you need to have that fire in the belly. Like what's your, what's your why is so important. Your personal why is Simon Sinek speaks about. And I love what yeah. he does speak about. That's the fire because for me, I've been with PepsiCo eight, almost 18 years. That's a lot of days with the alarm going off. And so against that backdrop and that self-reflection, it's given me that curvy row that's taken me to a few different cities across our massive, incredible portfolio um, that is vast and continues to transform and grow. It's allowed me to move across uh, multiple functions, but the principles and the hip pocket skill sets uh, have stayed consistent and you know can be used to my advantage. And along the way, hey, deliver results for sure, and then treat others you know with respect and build the best. So passionate about building the best teams possible and and doing great things that may seem impossible at first, second, or even third glance. Mm -hmm. So it's definitely been a fun ride that keeps me, you know, engaged uh, about the future. And just, I feel like I'm, I still feel like this is day one, uh, even though it's, you know, a few thousand days later. <laughs> How long has it been? How long have you been with, uh, it, not just in your current role, but the yeah, organization it's, overall? Yeah, it's coming up to 18 years, but that's been, in, that's been, which is people hear that like, geez, it's, I, 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 again, the privilege to work for an amazing organization that continues to transform for the times and definitely not sitting back waiting. And so, hey, it's nice to be on a winning team with that. And, and you know, more importantly, culture and values that really overlap to how I was raised. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember a time where there's been something I'd say, that doesn't make sense. You know, we've made decisions that are costly, but it's the right thing to do that allow us to sleep at night because we want the same for our families as well. So it's been that 18 years, that constant learning, that constant opportunity. It's taken me a few, few different cities and, you know, hey, I, I, I got to thank the, the teams for sure I've worked with, but team at home going on that wild ride for me. Right. Um, it's such a great partner in crime with my wife. It's been, it's been a, a joyful ride for sure. And the best is, you know, 
still in the future. I, I, I continue to believe that. You, you talked about um, knowing your why and how important that was as, a, as an individual, as a professional. Um, when it comes to your team, uh, you've been around now uh, PepsiCo for a long time. Yeah. Um, has the purpose and the, the why for your team, your marketing team, changed over time? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it has evolved. I think, you know, we did a lot of work uh, as a team. Uh, we've done a lot of work on that in the last yeah. few years and as a team, because they have to be part of that, that purpose. I think we, we all resonate and this is the fun of working where we work and I can compare a crappy day on my end versus a, a good friend of mine who's, you know, a doctor uh, in a hospital and a bad day there is different than a bad day, you know, on my end. And so for us, we talk about, we want to create uh, smiles. Creating smiles for people, especially in these times, those little glimmers of joy, even as you talked about um, Doritos, right? Like, <laughs> I can see the smile come. It's hard not to you're laughing already, right? Yeah. Simple moments of pleasure or those that amazing pancake breakfast on a Saturday morning where you make that for your family. Those are, those are amazing occasions. Yeah. And so for us to be in that business, we love that. Now, that's our overall you know, mission as an organization. At Closer Home is a, as a PepsiCo Foods Canada marketing team. We believe in you know what we call as marketing ninjas, and so if you if you Google a definition of a ninja, it's about being the master of your craft mm -hmm. and doing good for the betterment of the tribe. And so we really resonate to that, and that's really important. We want it. We want to be. It's all about betterment, and that's betterment of ourselves. That's betterment of the communities we work within, and we're always sharpening our craft. And that's where we invest in and aggressively in capability building sometimes where it's like okay too much gotta slow down we actually re repurposed our our q4 learning agenda because the team said okay a little bit too much better prioritize okay but we want to build that those skills as ninjas and then we also want to make sure what we're doing is for the betterment of our tribe and that could be us as the marketing team but also the finance team if we got to listen very closely like hey there's a better way to do this that uh, if we do that, it's going to help another team out. We should go do that. And we celebrate it. You know, we, we, we have a ninja of the month, for example, uh, <laughs> that we celebrate that I, as the chief self-acclaimed chief ninja officer, yeah. uh, uh, pass out every month. And we celebrate those individuals. And they may be within marketing or they may be in other teams as well. So as far as purpose, it's all about the smiles. And it's all about really trying to be the best ninjas that we can. And obviously, there's a lot of fun in play uh, that we instill in that. Uh, journey as well you know i my my heart is with pepsico in such a huge way in in all of the different um uh pieces of the puzzle that make up the the bigger picture that is pepsico um a huge fan of what you guys are doing and i think part of that is the culture that you build the people the quality of people that are in place and where your focus is Everybody that I've talked to, right from uh, Michael Rady, the um, HRVP down in South Florida, to yourself, the team that uh, that you guys are building out, the focus on the quality of people, uh, it's really it's fantastic and inspiring to see. I want to do something now that our audience that's going to be listening later on to the audio uh, version of this podcast won't get a chance to see. Um, okay. But what I want to do is I just want to bring in this, um, uh, this lovely website that we've got here. Um, so this is a really good example of some of the products and services that, uh, that you guys are marketing and the work that you do to bring 
the imagery forward so that people can actually see uh, where those smiles are actually coming from. And trust me, folks, if you don't know these, and I'm sure everybody out there does know this, but if you don't know this, um, this is definitely something that um, uh, helped me get through the many months of the pandemic so far. Uh, Wonderful products that, um, that have kept me going. So um, maybe walk us through a little bit of what yeah. it is that we're seeing here. Yeah. So so what this is is um, you know, there's two things here. One is just for for listeners, if you're interesting interested in you know the portfolio that I have the pleasure of representing and the and the team works against is uh, our Taste Rewards Canadian website. It's really our our end to end consumer centric uh, destination where you can learn about our brands. You can learn about uh, the different flavors that we may have across the entire PepsiCo Foods portfolio. You can learn about awesome recipes. You can enter contests. You can you can enjoy uh, coupons, and now you can also enjoy purchasing products there and having it shipped directly to your home. Especially some oh, of those really? that may be harder to find. Yeah. And so you know, for for us, it's an area. Again, you go back to Terry. We're talking about listening to Canadians. We learned they wanted more recipes. We learned that, you know, just think about the themes in the election. Um, it's it's very tough for many households. We wanted to make sure we're offering value. We wanted to make sure we recognize that people are going into grocery stores less. So if we could ship direct to them, we recognize that was another trend. So this is an area that from a marketing perspective and listening, we've really bolstered our focus uh, in this area. And also recognizing the importance of, of data. It sounds like you had a, a previous guest talking about the role of technology and marketing, which is fantastic. And we definitely know we need to do that as, as marketers and understand what data and advanced analytics are and these big words. Recognizing each data point, though, is still a household. It's still a smile behind it. And um, all of our brand sites, we brought together holistically, breaking down barriers and centralizing it all together, ultimately to create the best experience for consumers possible and again hopefully listeners you're a consumer you can enjoy the experience as well yeah I'm, as i'm scrolling through this ian i'm just thinking um how well you've tailored this to the time that we're living in right now the the experience that people are in right now what their needs are um it really does speak to exactly uh what you've been talking about all the way along um it, it's really uh remarkable you know to learn from people that are doing this at a high level. And I can tell you that as a, as a small business, uh, a small band of executive coaches and leadership coaches, we look to how these, you know, S and P 100 companies like PepsiCo are doing it, what it is that you're focused on, how you're communicating and to get the opportunity to chat with you about the perspectives that go into this I think this is just invaluable. This really does help us learning from the leaders in this space. And I'd say is that, you know, hey, as a, as a we are a massive organization. Yeah. And, and we employ thou- proudly employ thousands and thousands of, of Canadians again from coast to coast to coast and in, in regions, you know, far from our our mega cities, uh, for sure. And and great people are part of the family. But also I think it's just the, you know, we're proud that. We have a we invest in Canadian marketing. We we have amazing agencies within Canada, and so we do pull work from outside of Canada, and we do leverage the fact the the size and scale of PepsiCo and the amazing capabilities. And we couldn't do it all in Canada. We leverage a lot of depth. We leverage a lot of training, but we filter to say 
okay, if something comes in, does it make, does this work for Canada? And if it does, then, hey, we'll leverage it. But if it doesn't, and we don't be different for the sake of it, we recognize, again, 30, 36, 37 million Canadians, 10 million plus households, 180 billion occasions. Okay, is this going to resonate? And if not, then we know, geez, we got to do something different. And we do a lot. We, rec we believe province to province, community to community, house to house, there is a lot of uniqueness that's needed. And so we, we, we do a lot of made in Canada marketing, shall we say, against all those principles that we've been discussing and finding the right agency partners. So as much as we are that, you know, S&P 100, we still operate as a sole Canadian division doing what's best to the delight of Canadian consumers. Right. Yeah. We're not the UK. We are not, um, uh, Spain. We're, we're not the U S and, um, you know, people think a little differently here and, um, uh, taking that to heart, I think is, uh, it's probably one of the secrets to the success that you, that, that PepsiCo brings across all regions, Correct. but particularly here in Canada, I'm really glad to hear you say that, um, a, a really good uh, part of the puzzle. Uh, do you mind if I switch gears here? Because yeah, we talked, we, yeah, we yeah. talked a little bit about, uh, your unique path to where you got, uh, where you're at now. And, um, I'm wondering from your perspective, because you, you've been around this game for a while. This is not your first rodeo. I'm wondering if uh, there's any advice that you can offer other marketing leaders or for that matter, any leaders whatsoever. And like you said, you don't have to have a title to be a leader, but anybody yeah, that wants to lead, is there anything at all that, that might help people become even better? Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's a good question. I, I think, um, and again, I, I could speak uh, happy. Oh, this is a passion point, so I could speak about this for hours. <laughs> I think one is you talk about the, the the leader, and I think uh, you know we have regularly have awesome co-ops uh, coming through. We have some now, and geez, uh, you realize I was not that smart when I was twenty at all. Even now, blow me away. I I think the leading from every seat is is critical, and I think whatever role you're in having a vision as to what you want to do, have a point of view. That's part of the ninja, right? Like, like have a point, master your craft, know your business better than anyone else. Know your business better than your manager, your manager's manager, on and on. Know your business and really care. Because if you don't care and give a crap, candidly, then why should anybody else? <laughs> and so I think you need to be that passionate visionary and you may suggest something that's really scary, but that's okay. Plant a, I'm a big one, plant a flag. Plant a flag as to where you see, you know, if you're in a role for a year or two years, whatever it may be, plant it. Where do you want the end game to be? And then chase the hell out of it and shout, I want to go do this. And, you know, say, like, and then commit to it and, and get input, feedback, coaching along the way, and then build the resources. So around to, to take that hill and don't let that ambiguity or all the pivots, pardon me, the, the ditches and the way you got to pivot. Don't let that scare you. You'll get through it. Be confident in yourself. But having a vision is and having that point of view is absolutely critical. Taking others along the way important. You know, I don't, I'm not a big fan of bulls and china shops at all. That's yeah. that's one. The the other one is, hey, be grateful. Like appreciate what what you have. And there's gonna be some crappy days. Like uh, of course, have a crappy day. Recognize recognize you're having a crappy day. Tell others I'm having a crappy day. I'm having a crappy day. That's part of being yeah. humble. But I think the optimism is contagious. Uh, I think saying thank you is contagious and you may say thank you to whoever, you know, the usuals, but no, if it's, if it's that, that bus driver 
that when you get on to saying thank you, and as they have their day, they're probably going to remember that moment. Or when we were back in the office, you think about people that would just, you know, make sure that your desk is, you know, cleaned at the end of the day, and probably a lot more office cleaners in the future. Saying thank you to those people when you meet us whack past them, that's contagious because they're working hard to set you up for success. And then beyond that, the hungry, the humble, I think are key. But those are two areas we didn't explore yet, Terry. So wanted to mention them. No, I, I really like this. So so have that vision for yourself, for what it is that you're doing. Um, pursue it with passion. Um, go after it with all of your energy. And don't let the little things bog you down. Is that a pretty good way of summarizing that? It's good. And listen, like listen. Yeah. Listen along the way, especially yeah. to, we talk about empathy, you know, the word empathy is, you know, a word that's gotten a lot more use in the last year or two. I, I think to me, that's just part of, you, you need it a long time. Now it's more important than ever. There's consumer empathy. I also believe a lot in cross-functional empathy. Mm. And I think as, you know, in this world now, you you hear it and we're, we're seeing it too of commodities, uh, you know, labor limitations across the country, logistics issues. You got to listen to your partners to understand what are they going through, learning a little bit about, you know, speaking other languages, I think it's key. It's part of that diversity of understanding through other people's eyes, walk in their shoes is so critical. That's part of the curiosity, because if you do, you're going to get to better solutions because at the end of the day, they just want to do a good job. And so they want to take that hill with you. And as marketers, you tend to be people that tend to be on point to set that vision. They yeah. want to take the hill with you. So listening is the other piece I would suggest. Uh, I like that too. G great advice. And one of those things that I, I think a lot of people um, aiming to be in leadership positions uh, formally in those positions or, or those people who have been in them for a long time, I think that little end piece that you mentioned is one of the ones that people tend to go, yeah, yeah, I know I listen, right? But do you really hear? Yes. And, uh, so I, I'm glad that you mentioned that. I think that that's a, a really key one. Thanks for coming back to that. Um, I've got one more question for you, Ian, okay. and because this is called the inspiring leaders show, we ask every one of our guests, because there's so many very valuable perspectives that all of our guests share. I'm interested in what you think. What does inspiring leadership mean to you, Ian? Hmm. A great question um i think you know the the word um that comes to mind and and i i speak about is is magnetism and so for me to be an inspired leader or to see others that are inspired uh who inspire me it's because i'm i'm drawn to them you, you just you want to learn more and it's like tell me more tell me more um, and that's important. And I think there's a, a few aspects of that. One is, and most importantly, it's a magnet for talent. Like I want to work somewhere. I want to work, report to somebody I, or work with somebody that it's like, I'm excited. I'm excited to work with them. And it's interesting because there's been a few occasions where I see people live uh, in the last 18 months. I haven't seen forever. And it's like, oh my God, it's so great to see you. I want, if people see me, I want them to feel that way versus, oh, geez, I'm going to, you know, I'm gonna right. <laughs> I want people to line up. If we have you know, job postings, I really want people to line up to get in the door. Yeah. I want to set that. Um, you know, we work with a lot of agencies, they're, they're partners. And and if any agents that are listening, they can, they can tell me, I, I, they know I asked this question. It's how do I get the best people at your uh, shop like how do I get the best people working on our brands I want them like I want to work on 
Quaker. Like I want them like, like clawing away to work yeah. on us. And no offense to any other companies that may work with that agency. I want the best, the best. And if, 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 and then what do I need to do to make that happen? So that magnet for talent is one. And then a magnet for resources, because I want to be viewed in the business. And hey, we have a lot of investments as a AAA bond that not only is about people that, hey, if, if you invest a dollar in marketing and Canadian marketing and the foods vision, we're going to make it rain. We're going to create smiles. And yes, that will drive you know volume and, and market share and profit and all those good things. But um, I think it's really making sure you can think a lot about the, what do you want people to think? What do you want people to do? The, the missing piece, which I think unfortunately some miss out on to drive that magnetism is what do you want people to, to feel? And it goes back to, even as I think about our time together, Terry, if, if I'm not looking and, and really humbled by people listening in, if I'm not thinking they have choices that on this day from 12 to one, they could easily be doing something else instead of this, I, I better make sure I'm, I'm as excited to be here as they are to listen in. And that feel is so critical. So magnetism, Terry, is, that's, that's the word I think about inspiring leadership. You know, you, uh, you kind of alluded to that a little bit earlier on. You were saying you're not a big fan of the push technique of leaders, you know, trying to push people into this and that, but rather bringing out the want from them to want to be part of an initiative because they understand the bigger picture, the benefit that you're providing to people like me who adore the products that you guys are, are putting out into the market, um, you know, who, who look for them and will, I'm not kidding, switch grocery stores if they don't find those products in the store. Um, I, you know, so for anybody on your team that is, um, not quite sure about the benefit that they're providing out there, there are people who are very passionate about everything that you guys are doing, everything that you're marketing, uh, all the products that you represent. And um, uh, that hopefully will provide at least some part of that magnet with the wanting the internal motivation, taking that internal uh, pilot light of a spark and turning it into a big roaring flamethrower. Um, I think that that's brilliant advice. Yeah, we know we know the passion behind you know, especially our bigger brands like uh, Doritos or Crispy Minis. But then even we're we're hearing the passion on some of our newer brands like Bear, which is a, a fruit chip product, or Off the Eaten Path, which is a veggie based product. And so it's great to take the learnings from those bigger brands. You know, understand what does it mean for our newer brands as we continue to evolve our portfolio. Um, and you see the passion as we just launched Cheetos Mac and Cheese. Oh my God, the passion behind that product! And you hear it online; it's fantastic. So consumers will definitely tell you what they love, and thank and we thank them as well. They'll tell us what they don't love, and yes. we listen to both. Very important to listen. Ian Adler, thank you so much, so deeply for sharing your perspectives, Thanks, your man. advice with with all of us, helping all of us to become even better leaders, better marketers, better people. I appreciate your time very, very much. Thank you. Thanks, Terry. All right, folks, there we have it. Another profound and valuable uh, show with great perspectives, fantastic advice for helping all of us to become better leaders and helping us on our mission here to make inspired leadership ubiquitous. Join us here for our next show, which is coming up on October the 6th, Wednesday, October the 6th at 9 a.m. Eastern time. We're going to have Laura Jansen join us from Radical. Laura is going to be joining us to explore the topic that should be on the radar of every single leader out there. 
And that topic is going to be psychological safety, how to create psychological safety, the importance of it. That's coming up, as I said, October the 6th, 9 a.m., streaming live on LinkedIn, YouTube, and hopefully by that point in time, we're going to have Facebook included into the live stream. So a sincere thank you to all of you for joining us here today on the Inspiring Leaders podcast brought to you by Ubiquity Executive Coaches from me and the entire team of coaches. Thank you very much. Goodbye and take care. We'll see you all again next time.